Hey everybody, what's up? It is 5.45 in the morning. This is Lacey, the Rebel Patient. And this is my weekly rant <laughs> of kind of what is going on. I don't know, just all over. Just basically touching over everything and just kind of talking shit really about what's going on and meeting, starting to meet lots of different people and and I'm actually meeting some very unique people with some unique backgrounds um, that are just going through similar things like I'm going through and they're learning to cope with life changes and not being able to do certain activities and certain hygiene things and just a variety of things because you have to you'd be surprised what you have to give up whenever you have uh, 365 24-7 pain so you know it's it's pretty this is going to be pretty interesting um I went to see the uh gas it, it wasn't it was some kind of GI liver doctor and um he was really nice. It, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what's going to happen. Anyway, so today is day seven of this skull-cracking, throbbing pain that is uh, on the left side of my head. Looked around and nobody told me anything, but it... It's like a cluster headache for the neurology side, I guess, in the area that it's located in. So, anyway, and my blood pressure shit, but, you know, life goes on. So, I had a, um, like, for this doctor's appointment or whatever, I didn't realize that it was on the same weekend as Mother's Day weekend, but it turned out really great. I had a great time with my mom. She came and, uh... She actually drove a thousand mile round trip to come and get me and take me to the doctor and uh, bring me home and then go back home. We're kind of in the middle of relocating everybody. So we're just rolling with it and thank God that I have a mother that loves me and can help me out. Because I don't know where I would be. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I do because I'm in this situation right now. Because um, I stopped, I refused. My husband has been trying to make me go to the hospital. And I have refused because the care has, it sucks. And, like, my mother, you know, won't put up with a lot of shit. <laughs> and these situations are, yeah, it's just learning how to operate again with people through the healthcare system. And, like... It's a whole different era of like doctor-patient relationship. And so it's a really gray area, I think. It's, well, for me anyway. I don't know what it is for anybody else. But for me, it's a really like touch and go, you know. Because you don't want to make people standoffish. And it's nuts. You know, I wonder like... I worry about for like my kids because, you know, we, we're in, we're literally shaping healthcare. You know, patients 
who are speaking up and doing all these things, it's it's shaping healthcare, you know, and it's perspective. You know, it's all about perspective, and you know, whenever I wonder, I mean, that makes me think about how healthcare was shaped and molded and made up to the point where, because I recently learned that um, we are incorporating, due to like the uh, healthcare changes and what just came into effect, we have incorporated basically, well, Anyway, they incorporated um, a bigger budget, a spending budget for people that were addicts because they have been in the justice system for years. And so they have, you know, when we got Obamacare, the 21st, uh, or not Obama, excuse me, or maybe it is the 21st Century Care Act. What it did was put... The people who were not receiving addiction treatment that had been like stuck in the justice system, it put them in the in the healthcare industry, and so now there's all this shit. So now we have two industries that have been smushed together, which the addiction industry only made up thirty five billion, the chronic thirty five billion a year, the chronic pain industry made up six hundred and thirty five billion a year. So, and then also you got to think that there is addiction specialist doctors, there is pain specialist doctors, and you know, those are two different types of doctors. Well, you can't, yeah, you can't alienate one side. So now that we're all smushed together, now we have to be separated. We have to, it's, we just took a deck of cards that had been separated and because one side did not have enough funding, they smushed it all together. So now, now it's just going to take time to sort out and it's really going to suck and it really sucks for patients like us. So I hope that, you know, everyone that is losing their medicine and stuff like that starts banding together and working together and, you know. I have seen a lot of different things happen <laughs> since um, I started. And I can't imagine how much that people that are like, have been in this way longer than me, I can't imagine what it's like for them. So I just know that scrutinizing demoralizing. I mean, you can't just judge somebody's situation because you know what? When you're in this much pain, you make sacrifices. Lots of them. Lots of sacrifices. <laughs> because I, yeah, I have been raised to do certain things like work. All my life I've had two jobs. I went, you know, and yeah, I have lived, I've made my mistakes, I'm freaking human. Who isn't? But through it all, I still always managed to maintain and, you know, whenever I was ready to come back from whatever I had tripped and fallen from in life. And this time, I didn't get to because I 
how I gave myself a reality check was as I got online because now everything, you know, you have to fill out applications online. You don't have to go to the stores like you used to whenever um, <laughs> back in the day before the internet really got big. So anyway, I get online, I fill out these applications and I get callbacks and these jobs were good jobs. I mean, for around here where I live, because it's, it's poor around here. People are poor. It's just, it is what it is. And I couldn't get up and go. I was too sick. And it was heart-wrenching because I seen my opportunity to get out of the slump and I couldn't take advantage of it. Not because I didn't want to, but because I was too in too much pain. That pain that debilitated me from getting up and going to do a real job. And then it just recently happened again. I, I got another call back from another job that I had applied for. And I had to say, no, I'm not able to do that. And what people don't realize is, is that was my own reality check for myself, you know, and I appreciate. Yeah, it was, that was a lot. But in it all, I've also went to another doctor now. So, I mean... I'll get there. It just takes time, and I hope everyone else is too. Um, you know, I, I hear, I read a lot. People say I'm scared. And I go through that. I go through periods where I get scared. And um, I just remind myself as soon as that thought comes into my mind that I am to fear nobody but God. Because this situation, I don't get to be afraid I don't want my mind to go in that direction, and so I don't allow it. And um, I just hand that one over to him because <laughs> he'll take care of me on that. So, you know, it uh, it is what it is. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, so like right now, I'm in so much pain that it has took away my ability to um, get on my cell phone. And do anything on the cell phone. Because uh, it causes these throbbing, like, lightning sharp rod stabbing pains through my brain. And my skull on the left side. So, um, yeah, I have managed to be able to, because uh, I got um, my regular computer, I got it hooked up to a humongous screen. So, I am able to work on it for, like, a little short period. And then I have to find something else to do. So, I have, like five projects that I'm doing and I just move from like one to the other so I stay busy and um yeah so I'm just trying to do that and the hashtag one four three two me through it all because it's yeah that's why I have five projects because yeah anyway uh Thank you to everybody that um, has reached out and sent me something or shared something with me. I really appreciate that. You know, this is just, it's going to take time to grow. And we're all each individual people. And, you know, it just depends who wants to stand up and say something. And, you know, I look forward to talking to everybody. And thank you for all the messages and everything that everybody sent. And 
that was the weekly rant. Okay, so life without a cell phone. <laughs> it is unbelievably crazy. It's hard because, like, everything you go to do in this market, it requires, like, a texting number. And right now, that is not in the budget. So, <laughs> um, prioritize, folks. And that's the thing. You got people walking around out here holding these $800 to $1,800 phones. And you struggling somewhere else. Get real. That's all I got to say about that one.